0: Here already told uh, my name, but uh, it's not so easy to learn. So my name is Fausto. It's uh, a funny name, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, she's my wife, Maria Pia. Uh, I always put myself with, the, with her because uh, I have an ugly face. She's beautiful. so <laughs> <laughs> And uh, uh, we came uh, from that uh, red spot that is uh, uh, there on the map. Uh, So in the south of Italy, uh, the place is called Foggia. It's the the entire county. Uh, We want to reach the entire county because uh, uh, basically we don't have uh, uh, independent Baptist churches uh, uh, in in that area. And uh, in most of of Italy, we have about 10 uh, that uh, preach uh, in Italian and a few more that preach uh, in English. So we need a lot of... uh, uh, a lot of Baptist churches there because uh, there is a big void. Uh, the nearest is uh, in uh, uh, Naples, that is, uh, that is the other side, and there is uh, English-speaking. <coughs> and there is a big void, uh, especially in this side of Italy. We don't have uh, uh, so, uh, we don't have churches uh, there. And uh, uh, this is our county. Foggia is in the middle. That uh, uh, this is the main city. You can see that uh, that that. Uh, It's in the center, and we have uh, uh, the mountains on uh, on our uh, um, west, basically, and in the northeast we have another mountain. And uh, uh, why is important to to see this map? Because uh, uh, you see how many cities are on that uh, uh, west side, and uh, nobody wants there wants to go there because uh, it's not so comfortable to climb the mountains. So there is a big void they will they never heard about the gospel there is uh, uh there are, there are no uh evangelical churches this is uh, this is good uh, because we can go there and be the the first one they they cannot ruin our name but this must uh, this means also that uh, they need uh, the gospel because uh, they only know uh, jehovah's witnesses and catholics these are their choices, and uh, uh, of course gargano is uh, the other mountain and it's also very difficult to climb, so This is uh, uh, our symbol in Foggia. This uh, was uh, the only part of Foggia that uh, was spared by the bomb don- during World War II. <coughs> and uh, so it's the only part that is original. It's like the, the, what it, it was before. All the rest of, the, uh, of Foggia was destroyed. And when you find, when you search for Foggia, you will see this uh, uh, this fountain here, because this is a, a symbol. And uh, uh, basically, here is the fountain. And this is a, 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 our main plaza. There, um, basically, all the people of the town, uh, every day, uh, go there to meet with, the, with their friends and work together. So we can reach the entire city just standing there and preaching the gospel there. And it's a city that counts uh, uh 150000 residents plus uh, the other the, you can reach about 180000 people in that city so just imagine how many uh, how many people you can uh, uh, meet there uh, during uh, the night time <clears throat> and this is uh, uh their, um uh, the main sanctuary uh, we have uh, uh, a madonna there this is called um, the crown of mary uh and uh, this uh, uh in this place uh, there was uh, I suppose, the uh, uh, apparition of uh, Mary uh, that was black with uh, with a child, and they built this uh, sanctuary is uh, just a bit uh, outside uh, of Foggia, and the whole county, the entire county, uh, at least once per year goes to this uh, place to uh, ask Mary uh, some miracles of any kind, and uh, this other place is a very important place because uh, uh, probably. If someone is uh, was a former is a former Catholic here uh, knows about uh, Padre Pio. Padre Pio is uh, second favorite saint uh, other than Mary. So, and uh, we have his tomb in uh, near Foggia, 35 kilometers far away uh, from us. And uh, uh, be- behind this uh, this church, there is uh, a sanctuary where uh, you can uh, find his tomb. And uh, it, it's all glasses, and you can see his body, his dead body in that uh, glass. And you can uh, uh, go there to uh, ask for a miracle from this dead man. That um, well, <laughs> but it's very important because uh, uh, this city, uh, they estimated that uh, three million people every, every year comes here to ask uh, for a miracle, miracle to uh, this uh, this dead man, basically. So they go there for a lie, and we will be uh, there to preach them the gospel, the truth. So we want to do something for for them, and uh, it is very important because uh, most of these people uh, maybe is the their only occasion to hear the gospel from uh, someone. So we to we want to be there and uh, uh, preach the gospel to them. This other place is called the Bieste. is the in the uh, uh, extremity of uh, the Gargano, that mountain that we we saw uh, before, and. Uh, um, it's very important because uh, here and in uh, other places around here there are uh, uh, shores very beautiful shores Uh, the sea is uh, like crystal it's uh, beautiful so uh, many people come here every year to just enjoy the the shores and uh, the the sun and everything and uh, there were estimated about four million people that comes for these shores every year and uh, again, this can be their their only occasion to uh, hear the gospel preached. So we can basically uh, reach all the population of the world just standing there and passing trucks. <laughs> so it's very important for us to to do something for them too. And this is the, the same city during night time. They go. If you you can see that you can barely barely walk in these streets uh, during this uh, night time. So there are really a lot of people and you can do uh, uh, anything there. This is, another, this is another city that is very important. Um, it's called uh, Cerignola. It's uh, uh, a city that is about 35 minutes away from Foggia. Uh, it's in, in the same county and it's a city that uh, counts 60,000 people and nobody won, ever wants to go there because um, there are a lot of criminals there. So they are afraid to go there. And these people need the gospel, except, uh, exactly as, like us. They are lost. They need the gospel. So we want to reach them exactly like Jesus went to search for Zacchaeus. Uh, we won't, uh, Jesus didn't remain sit down. He went to search for this, uh, uh, this sinner. And uh, he reached him and he believed. They want to do the same. They need the gospel. They need someone that goes there and preach the gospel to them. And it's our responsibility because it's in our county. So we will reach them too. Exactly like uh, Zacchaeus and uh, the other uh, cities that uh, I told you that are uh, very uncomfortable to reach. Uh, These are the places where nobody wants to go. But uh, uh, Jesus said uh, that we need to begin Jerusalem. Judea, Samaria. Which is Samaria? Is the, the the people that nobody wants to go, and uh, Cerignola and these people in the mountains are, are Samaria, basically. This other place is very near to Foggia. It's about ten minutes uh, uh, outside Foggia, and uh, you can never tell that it's in Italy, because it's a very uh, strange place. It's very there is a lot of dirt, everything. Uh, this is the place where the uh, African illegals uh, stand they live here these are this is uh, their town uh, they have uh, uh, basically their own church that is interdenominational and preaches uh, the prosperity gospel you pay and you will be blessed this, uh, that's all and uh, uh, most of them are Muslims and they are uh, they are also have uh, their mosque uh, there so, uh, of course, nobody wants to go there because uh, sometimes it's very risky to go there, but they live in this uh, this kind of things that they call houses. And uh, uh, we want to do something for them. And it's not to bring them dresses and food and other things, but to do this exactly like uh, uh, the uh, Ethiopian eunuch. Uh, he went to Jerusalem because uh, God want, wanted to reach him, and he sent him uh, Philip to preach him the gospel. And we believe that God is sending us, these uh, African people, so that we can uh, reach them with the gospel. And exactly like uh, uh, this man went back to his country with the gospel, he want to send back them to their country to reach their own people. So what do we want to do in Foggia? Uh, not only having a church like uh, like this, it's wonderful to have a, uh, a church like this, preach the gospel in our streets and so on. We want to reach the entire county because uh, our, our motto is uh, this: Let's take Acts chapter one verse eight and I will explain it to you you can find our motto on uh, our prayer card. Uh, so you will remember Acts chapter 1 verse 8 you shall re- receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you and you shall be witness unto me both in Jerusalem, in Foggia in, unto, uh, uh, and in all Judea, our county and basically the entire Italy Samaria, the place that uh, I said to you nobody wants to reach and unto the uttermost part of the earth. How? With these people, with the tourists that comes here uh, in, in Foggia, with this many people that comes from all around the world, we can preach the gospel to them. And we want to train people, Italian pastors it, and uh, African pastors to send out and to reach the entire ca- uh, uh, country of Italy and go beyond uh, in Africa, in Asia, everywhere. So we can do that in Foggia. From Foggia, uh, of course, we didn't choose Foggia because it's strategic or because it's our house, but simply because uh, the Lord told us that uh, He wants us there because there was so much to do there, so much work. And uh, when I was uh, praying, God uh, asking Him what will be uh, my field, where where I should uh, should go, He simply told me there is too much to do here. You know, you don't need to go elsewhere. Start here. So. Uh, this is our calling and uh, uh, basically that's all uh, of our uh, presentation. And uh, now I want to speak to you about uh, some, something that uh, the Lord put uh, in my heart uh, that is very important. Sometimes um, uh, we, we are very frustrated when uh, we, sp- we preach the gospel to someone and we know that maybe he believes in the aliens, in the, in the reincarnation. He believes uh, in very strange things. And when we speak uh, about Jesus, when we preach the gospel to him, he said, "Oh, this is a myth." <laughs> so we are very frustrated. We say, "How can this person believe a fable, and is not able to believe the truth?" And uh, uh, we will begin uh, in uh, second corinthians second corinthians chapter 4 verse 1 to 4 and uh, we will see what the bible says because uh, we trying to find many ways we trying to reach them in many kind of ways but the bible is very clear what what is the problem what is uh the solution of this problem. So, what we should do? First Corinthians. Uh, so sorry. Sorry. Second Corinthians, chapter four, from verse one to verse four. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as uh, we receive the mercy, we faint not, but have uh, renounced uh, uh, the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in uh, craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by a manifestation of the truth, commanding ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel is uh, be hid, it is hidden to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believeth not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, with the image of God, should shine uh, unto them. Let's pray. Father, we want to thank you for your Word. We want to thank you for uh, the Bible that you gave us, uh, that we can uh, uh, read, we can uh, uh, bring with each other, uh, we, we can uh, share, we can do anything with this Bible. And uh, it's not something that uh, we take for granted because there are people that cannot have it. But uh, Father, we want to uh, ask you to uh, help us to understand it, understand the Bible, understand your Word through your Holy Spirit and be able, be able also to use it for your glory. Thank you, Father, in the name of, uh, of our Lord Jesus. Amen. So, what is the problem? We saw here that the problem is that uh, there is someone that is blinding their eyes. There is something that is working actively so that these people cannot understand the gospel. But what said Paul? Paul said something very... Uh, significant uh, very very important for us because he said um, we didn't use rock and roll we didn't use uh, uh, this or that we didn't use uh, uh, shows uh, and other things we didn't try to uh, put the the gospel in a shining way that someone maybe will like it uh, in a worldly sense no he said uh, uh, we renounce the hidden things of dishonesty no walking craftiness not handling the word of God deceitfully very clearly the bible says this I will do this and I will use the Bible not other means to reach the people this was the uh, uh, the the example of Paul and uh, uh, these uh, this is what we should be we should do but before uh, To understand better, what is the problem of these people? How can Satan blind their eyes? uh, I want to see, first of all, the tools that Satan uses. Uh, The first tool we use, uh, we we find it in uh, Second Timothy. Knowing this tool, we can also uh, know how to reach the people. Second Timothy. Chapter 4, we will read verse 2 to 4. Preach the word, be he in season and other season, reprove, rebuke, exalt with all wrong suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure some doctrine, but after their own lust, shall they heap to themselves each, uh, teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears. From the truth, and they shall be torn unto fables. Why people believe in uh, the aliens? Because they want to. Men simply don't don't want to obey the gospel. They don't want to obey the sound doctrine. Uh, this is what Paul is saying to to Timothy. And they, but they want to believe something. So what they should do? They should supplant the truth. With a lie, they will search for uh, teachers. They will search for gurus. They will search for anybody that can uh, uh, tell you, uh, tell them the, the a lie that is so uh, comfortable to, for for them that they will uh, cling to that that, uh, that lie. So they will search uh, any kind of teacher because why? Why? Because they don't want to believe the truth. They know that there is a truth, but they don't want that truth. So they want something else. And what says Paul to Timothy? Not search for other means. Do not do these things, kind of things. Even if they will not hear you, preach the word. We even when there is no convenience, even when it's difficult, even when uh, you say that you see that uh, something is uh, uh, is bad, people can be. Uh, not uh, uh, loving to you if you preach the gospel to them. Preach the word. That was uh, what Paul said to them. We, they will believe fables. They believe in. They believed in the Maya, uh, that uh, 2012 uh, uh, prophecy. They, believed, uh, in, uh, they believe in. They uh, believe in Book of Mormon, in uh, the Quran, in hundreds of philosophers. philosophers. Uh, so. Uh, It's not strange, this. And uh, that is because they want to reject the gospel. Uh, God put them in in their heart a testimony uh, that says that they are sinners. And they don't want to hear that. God put the testimony outside in the creation, saying that there is a God and they don't want to hear it. So this is why they're searching for something else. And uh, um, it's very important that we do not try to embellish the truth. We don't. We don't need to begin to say, "Well, the world likes rock and roll. Let's have a rock concert in church, so people will come." Uh, preach the word, then say, "Do a rock and roll concert," or, "Well, they like shows. Let's have a big show with." Uh, uh, this and that, uh, lights, uh, music, everything that uh, will uh, please their uh, their eyes, their uh, their ears. Yeah, they will come and they will go, because you cannot have the world in in uh, in your in your church. Or if you remain with this, you will have the world here, and this will destroy your church. So this is why. Paul said uh, to, to Timothy, don't try to search for these means. It's not worth it. And this will ruin everything. But preach the word. They will f- always believe in fables. And uh, uh, what is the, the method that God uh, himself uh, decided that would be the only method that was uh, would be working? Uh, we Let's read 1 Corinthians Corinthians, chapter one, verse twenty-one. For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God; it pleased God by the foolishness of preaching. To save them that believe. Not by rock concert, Not by. Um, I don't know. Anything. Fables. Anything that you can think. What is the means. That God wants want us to use. Preach the gospel. He says people that. Hear the word of God. Not people that. Uh, hear a song about God. Or that. Uh, Uh, see a show about God or read a book that seems to speak about spiritual things he must hear the word of God, the preaching of the gospel is his method, method that he chooses? so so we don't need to choose uh, to, to change method and we must not change his method otherwise there is no reason uh, we don't have anything to do uh, more. What is the second tool that uh get a certain use? Let's read Titus. So oh, they believe fables because they don't want to hear the truth. And what else? Titus chapter one. verse 13 and 14. This witness is true. Therefore, rebuke them sharply that they may be sound in the faith, not giving heed to Jewish fables and commandments of men that turn from the truth. What is the second uh, thing, second tool that Satan used? Religion. Satan loves to give uh, people commandments and fables, Jewish fables, for example, uh, the Maccabees, for example, Tobit, these books that uh, the Catholics have in their Bible. But also commandments of man If you uh in a Jehovah's Witness uh, assembly, I don't know how they, uh, to call that. Uh, well, they basically have a lot of common commandments. And you must respect everything, otherwise you're out. And they want that. Why? Because this gives you a sense of holiness a sense of religiousness so it, uh, basically uh, put in silence your own conscience so people love to have this uh, uh, this apocrypha these books these uh, commandments these uh, many rules and um, what says Paul, Paul to Titus Rebuke him rebuke, rebuke these people sharply preach to them nothing more than this preach them always this is the battle we need to preach to them to tell the truth about uh, uh, jesus about uh, the gospel to open our bibles we have our bibles thank god we can have our bibles in our hands use it use the bible open your bible and preach to them because this is the method of god the third third tool of satan is first timothy chapter six They love this tool uh, nowadays. There is a particular love for this uh, tool of Satan. First Timothy chapter six, verse twenty. O Timothy, keep that uh, which I is committed to to thy trust, avoiding profane babblings and opposition of science falsely so called. There is something that is called science, but it's not science. Science is knowledge. Science uh, should be conforming to what is truth, but uh, it's not. Nowadays, uh, science says that, uh, well, basically, uh, this is what the science do. Any science uh, scientist uh, uh, out there, the first rule is God doesn't exist. Everything must be explained without God. Everything must be Uh, done without God so put God out of your door and uh, we can uh, we can speak about something anything this is what uh, starts the the science of nowadays so this is false science falsely so called because uh, the first rule is is bad and so everything that is attached to this rule (laughs) of course is bad they say that uh, everything came from nothing that exploded and uh, <laughs> you can imagine nothing explodes, and you have everything, order, uh, uh, life, everything. From uh, this, nothing that once exploded billions of years ago. Of course, after billions of years, uh, you see this uh, this cloud becomes a sun, and then becomes moon, the moon, the earth, everything, and begins to rain. And uh, there is a soup, and life comes out. How life comes out? Who knows? How the DNA? You, how can you explain the, the information that are in the DNA? Well, casually that puts in something in disorder, and after that the cell says, "Oh, I like this book. Okay, I will t- uh, try to fit my life in this book," and it begins this uh, cycle that, uh, as you can imagine, is all fables. All the signs that we uh, we have in 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 the books uh, that we we can have uh, signs of this signs of that uh is uh, basically is you can find every everything is um uh how can I say that um you can find that there is something about this uh, philosophy everywhere so there is a good science if you uh, trying to explain how something works with chemicals and, and so on. There is good science, but they put uh, explanation that, uh, of course, they want to preach their, uh, their gospel that you are a monkey. This is, the, this is it. So they want to put uh, God outside. And people want this because uh, they, they have an excuse uh, to explain why everything that we, that we see around us, is not from God. So they can do whatever they want. There is no God, so let's do whatever. But what is true science? Let's go in First Corinthians. There is a false science and there is true science. First Corinthians chapter thirteen Verse 2, you know that, uh, no, sorry, 13, 13 verse 2, and uh, though I have the gift of prophecy and understanding of uh, all mystery and all knowledge, uh, and I though I have uh, all faith and so, I, uh, so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. I can have the perfect knowledge, perfect science, but it's nothing without charity, without love. So, first of all, science says, do whatever you want because there is no God. The true science says that, um, well, you can know everything, but without charity, without love, you are nothing. So, you should follow the, uh, what are the commandments that uh, Jesus said? This is these are the two commandments, and after this, all the laws is uh, depend on this. What are these two? First, love God. Second, love your neighbor. So, love is the basis of uh, all life. Second uh, things, uh, second in Colossians chapter two. Galatians chapter two, verse two to three, that the heart uh, may be comforted being knit together in love and unto all riches of the full assurance of uh, of understanding uh, uh, to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. You begin, there is no God. What? Well, you already fall. You already failed everything. Why? Because you can find all the mystery, all the knowledge, all the science, only in Jesus. So if you begin, there is no, You already failed. There's no point in going on. And where is the, this science? Here, in the Bible. You can know Jesus, not with the visions, not with the spiritual things that you can try with uh, yoga or other things. No. Take your Bible, read it. You will know Jesus. Luke chapter 11, verse 52, Luke 11. verse 52 one to you lawyers for ye have taken away the key of knowledge ye enter not in uh, yourselves and them that were entering uh, in ye hindered. so where is this perfect knowledge where is this treasure this science the Religious people, the knowing people, are hiding this because they don't want it. They are heeding it to the people. So we cannot find the true science in, in them because they already rejected it. We can learn how to, uh, to do some chemical experiment, do something like that. But we cannot go to them and say to them, Everything that you say is truth, everything that you say is uh, gospel basically because uh, what says Jesus they are hiding the truth to you because they don't want it. And last proverb chapter 1, Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fool despise wisdom and extraction. What is the beginning of knowledge? God doesn't exist or knowing the Lord? The Bible says knowing the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fearing him is the beginning of knowledge. Not say God doesn't exist. And How do you call, uh, how the the Bible calls these people that says God doesn't exist? Fool. These are fools. And people try to cling to these people because why? Simply because they love their sins. That's all. They want to practice their sins without uh, thinking about uh, uh, a judge in in heaven. So what can we do? It seems to be... uh, very difficult, even impossible, to preach the gospel to these people to make them understand, uh, because uh, basically Satan deceived these people. Let's see what uh, uh, what is the judgment that God says to these people. Second Thessalonians. Why are they uh, like this? Simply because God judged these people because they uh, don't want to. Uh, hear the gospel. They don't want to believe in the gospel. So this is a judgment from God. Second Thessalonians uh, chapter 2 verse 7 to seven, 7 to 12 For the mystery of iniquity does already work. And we know that. Everybody knows that. Uh, we see that. Only he who now let it uh, will let until he uh, be taken out of the way. And then shall the wicked be revealed, the Antichrist, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is uh, uh, after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. And with all deceivableness of the unrighteousness in them that perish, they perish why? because they received not the love of truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Why should they believe fables? Because they don't want to believe the truth. This is basically a judgment that God put on, on, uh, on the people of this world. So they are uh, in, in bondage their sins they are in of satan what can we do second timothy and i don't want you to think that uh, it is impossible to reach people there is a way but we need to do that god's way not our way when we try to do that in our way we will fail every time because uh, uh, we will do that with our flesh and bones we will do that with our uh, abilities but we when when we do that with uh, uh, God's way we will do that with the spirit of God and with the word of God and this is powerful and this can save lives 2nd Timothy chapter 2 verse 24 to 26 and the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves. In, if God peradventure will give them repentance to acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil, who are taken captive by him and his will. They are captive... Of the devil, they are in the snare of the devil. We can reach them, but Paul says that we must reach them with preaching and with patience, with meekness. Not, it's easy to go to someone, for example, a Jewish witness, and uh, take the Bible and uh, say, "You are wrong because this, this, and this," and show to them that uh, uh, you are right. You will win your argument, yeah. But you will not. You will never win his soul this way. Or uh, being angry with the, uh, people because they are uh, not bowing before a statue. What are you doing? Are you helping them? We, will, we need to be uh, gentle with them, patient. We need to preach the gospel. One, two, three, seven, twenty. A million times. Why? Because uh, uh, when they are breathing, they are still they have still time to believe. They are in the snare of the devil. They are captives. They are slaves. So we need to be patient. They are not our enemies. Satan is. So let's fight against our own enemy, our real enemy, not against these people. They need the gospel. Jesus died for them. We need to reach them, not to uh, push them, to be angry with them, beat them with everything uh, that we have. No, we need to reach them. Jesus shed his blood for that person. He loved he so much that he shed his own blood for him. And we should love him uh, as much as we can. And preach them the gospel, because this is the only way this person can be freed from uh, uh, this uh, this bondage, from this uh, captivity. Second thing that we need to do: First Timothy chapter two. This is our uh, main weapon for uh, do everything. First Timothy chapter two, verse one to four. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by uh, uh sorry, I, put, take, I took this on 1 Timothy chapter 2. Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus and the things that thou uh, as heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men that uh, shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore endure, I uh, think this, yeah, there should be this. Uh, Thou therefore endure uh, harness uh, as a good soldier of uh, Jesus Christ. No man that uh, uh, entangleth himself uh, uh, with the affairs of his life, that uh, he may please him uh, who hath chosen him to be a soldier. Uh, sorry. Oh, that's why. Sorry. Uh, I was reading uh, another place. First Timothy again, chapter two. I exhort therefore that first of all supplication, prayers, intercessions, and giving uh, of thanks be made of all for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority that we may lead a quiet, peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of a God or Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Sorry that I read something else before. Uh, What is our main uh, weapon? The prayer. We need to pray. We are uh, in war against these spirits. We are not against uh, flesh and bones. Our war is not against the people. It's against Satan and his army. So, and these are spirits. How can you fight uh, a spirit? With a club? With a, with a, a gun? With a cannon? With an army? They will laugh at you. But when you pray, they fear. This is a weapon. We pray for every, Men, not just for few that we like, but I don't like this neighbor of mine. I will pray for him. No, you will pray for him. You will pray for that colleague of yours that is not so lovable. You will pray for the man that uh, is trying to uh, make all the bad things to you, your enemy. The people that will curse you. The people that uh, uh, want to kill you. You will pray for them. Why? Because Jesus told us to do that. Pray for your enemies. God gives sun and rain even to his enemies. He is love and he wants us to be loving with others. He loves these people. He knows that they are in the snare, the snare of the devil. And he wants to free them. How to do that? First, pray for them. Second, preach the gospel, not gains or other things. Preach the gospel. This is our only way to reach them, because it's God's way. And why He chose this way? First of all, because, uh, as we read, He wants uh, people try with the, their their minds to, to reach something, and He said, No, 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 no you are nothing humble yourself this is what the gospel is for them and second of all because there is a spiritual element on, in all of this so it's not something that uh, we can uh, we can do because uh, uh, we do something that uh, people likes no we, we can reach the flesh of these people doing something that they like but we want to reach their heart and we want them to be uh, freed from this bondage of them, of theirs that uh, they are now uh, under Satan. And Satan is a spirit, and they are spiritual people. They are spiritually dead. Yes, they need to have true life, and the only way is through this Bible. So, what shall we do? We will pray and we will preach the gospel and all of this, without trying to find other methods. That's all. And this is the only way that a church can grow and can reach everybody. Right.